Greetings. How are you? I'm listening. And you. Over here, Agent. Slayer. Yo, what's up? Hey, over here. Cursed one. Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love virtual reality and love making many alts. No, your ears aren't deceiving you. You have downloaded Control Alt Wow, but Control Alt Wow is now Control Alt Wow in VR. Uh, I'm April and I have been hosting this show since 2006. And we were focusing in one way, but my lifestyle went a completely different way. And so now I'm taking this podcast a completely different way. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about virtual reality. And we're going to talk about virtual reality in a way that I hope is clearer to some people. I I listen to a lot of podcasts. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. And I have found that there are either two types of podcasts on uh, virtual reality. One, uh, particularly on YouTube, where the person shows what they're doing or gives tips and hints. And then the other kind are the uh, professional and very well done this is what's coming up, this is the news, this is uh, a review of this game. Well, we're going to do something kind of a mixture and a little bit different. Just like when I started Control Alt Wow, the only podcasts out there were Uber podcasts, basically for people who wanted to get this particular character to this level and do it this way, and it was only one way. Well, just like back then in World of Warcraft, there are many, many ways to do virtual reality. And virtual reality is something different to everybody. So I'm going to kind of share my world of virtual reality, and I hope that maybe it'll help you if you're thinking about getting a VR, or give you some ideas if you currently have a a virtual reality device, or maybe just you're just curious about what it's like. So... First of all, let's kind of talk about what is VR. So back in the day, <laughs> I had a one of those click-click things, and I'll put a picture in the show notes. I still have one, of a Viewmaster. And you could look into it, and you could see things that looked like there was a depth, a perception. Well, VR really hasn't changed that much from that device, but it's just bigger and more um, immersive. So, well, let's get started with my first segment. My first segment is how I got hooked on VR. And I'm going to go through uh, each week and talk about a different step in my virtual reality experience. In September of 2017, I bought a PlayStation VR. I must have had a PlayStation, but you, it was very complicated. It, you had to have a PlayStation 4, and then you had to buy a PlayStation VR. And I think uh, 
it ended up you ended up spending seven or eight hundred dollars, and it was uh, and I'm putting pictures in the show notes. Uh, it was this device that had um, these little sticks that you use to control your motion. You also had to put just like. Um, the Wii, you had to put a little camera on top of the TV to track you. And uh, you had to, you only had the front part of you for tracking. So if you turned around, you would lose tr- tracking because the cameras couldn't see you. There were some good titles. Uh, one of my favorite ones was a game where you went uh, down in the ocean. <laughs> and actually, in the subsequent six years or five and a half years since, I ha- there's n- not another equivalent game to that particular game. Or when I say game, when I say virtual reality, sometimes it's more of an experience. But this was one where you went down into the ocean and the, the uh, sharks or whatever fish came at you, you were in a cage. It was very realistic. And, you know, the whole thing with, with VR is that as you turn around, your environment is still with you. And being under the water was even more incredible. And, but that was not enough for me. I think part of it was the, the, the field around you and also um, the fact that it had to be in front of a TV attached to this PlayStation VR. And then Rift came out. And we will go down my Rift journey in our next episode of Control All Wow. So uh, I'm going to put some, if you, uh, you're listening to this on the podcast, you're only going to get audio. Uh, there is a link to the YouTube channel where I will be posting the videos along with the audio. I'll figure it out. This is all new for me. Uh, I did. Ki- I do kind of want to do a video podcast, but uh, I think we'll start off with just the audio. So the show notes, which can be found at controlaltwild.com, you will see that uh, I use a... Bobo VR headset. Uh, so I'm wearing my device on my head, and I have this strap. And that's the neat thing. I compare the Quest 2 to an iPhone. You get this kind of naked device, and then you modify it to match your personality. My iPhone case might not be your iPhone case, and... Uh, you might have it looking completely different. And that's why they don't come with cases, and that's why the uh, Quest 2 comes with a basic uh, strap. And don't get me wrong, I have, uh, I, I, I do use just, the, I have used the basic strap for a long, long time, and I had no problems with it. But um, I ended up getting the, this one, the Bobo one, because, uh, I wanted the extra battery pack, and I was really impressed with it. You can actually buy two battery packs, charge one up, and and hot swap them in and out 
if you need to. So anyways, that's what I that's one of the headsets I use. I actually have a couple of headsets because when I was going to work, I I used to leave one at work so I could play on my lunch hour. So uh, that's a little bit about VR and my current situation. Now I'm going to tell you what I've been doing this week. And um, be patient with me because this is my first solo attempt. And I hope that uh, this will be interesting for you. So I have become obsessed with leveling roles in Zenith. It's interesting that I did not understand the concept of what you could do with a tune. I was, of course, applying the World of Warcraft formula where uh, I had a hunter and then I had a warrior and I had a warlock and so on. But instead, Zenith takes the uh, approach that is also found in Final Fantasy XIV. And in this case, you can have all, th- all the available skills. With Zenith, it, was, it, it is DPS, support, and tank. And support is also known, does, can do healing. So you can actually have all three roles but you have to level each one individually. And that's what was confusing for me, uh, that you could switch between roles. And when I figured that out, it brought out the altaholic in me, and it brought out the purging in me, and it just makes so much sense because you invest so much in one character and uh, I ha- that I have uh, I have a blade master and an essence mage. So those are the two main uh, types you can have in Zenith. And then between each one of those, they can be a DPS, a uh, support, or a tank. And uh, and at the same time, so this changes things for me on so many levels. First of all, when I played through an area of World of Warcraft with one tune, and I would go back with another, uh, you know, it, it would almost get monotonous because I would be doing the same quests over and over again. Okay, well, this, ch- this changes the game here with, with Zenith because of something that I did not knowing that it was a good thing to do, and that was pushing to 40 uh, using the Winter Festival. So I basically leveled my tunes without going through the normal quest process. Okay, so you might think, wow, you're going to miss out. You're not going to find out what the storyline is. But now I'm going back using the other role, uh, warrior, I'm sorry, warrior. Uh, DPS, support, and tank, and I am able to go through the areas that I skipped at the level it was intended to. So I'm kind of, in, on one of my tunes, on my, uh, deep, on my uh, Blade Master, on my Oculus, I have two accounts, I don't know if I mentioned that, but on... Uh, 
on Zenith, I have an account on Steam, and I have an account on Oculus. You may wonder, why did I do that? At the time, I had a little extra money, and I wanted to see what each one was like and compare the, um, the way it looks. When, when I play on uh, Steam, of course, I'm playing on, and that's the section of... I will go to next. At the end of this section, we'll go over the options of ways you can play on PC VR. But I have a Steam account. And, uh, and it, I think part of the reason might have been that maybe I was worried that uh, I would lose my Facebook account. Because that was a big worry, you know. And if I lost my Facebook, could I still use my Quest? I don't know. But I have two accounts, and I have been working on leveling multiple characters on each account until I came to this wonderful revelation that I can just uh, take one character. And then the neatest thing is my main character, who is April PVD, and with an asterisk, she has, uh, she has the cat from the Winter Festival event, and she has uh, a lot of pets, so now I can utilize all the roles and keep the same pets. It's almost like when on World of Warcraft, and I will be talking a lot about World of Warcraft because I spent 17 years playing, so there's a lot of it in me. Uh, you could, at first you had to own a pet individually, and eventually they made it account bound, so that was kind of neat. And so having a blade master who I can then swap out when I want him to heal, swap out when I want him to tank, swap out when I want him to DPS, is going to be so valuable, especially when they have, A, all of the pets that I have, and also the tiers. That's the one you use for stamina, um, the tier quest. Then, you know, and also... The gear. So it's really a win-win situation. But, of course, I can't just do something simple. <laughs> I can't just uh, have uh, a tune and be done with. So what I have now is April PVD EM, which is my essence mage, and I'm leveling up her three roles. Now, her roles are interesting because... She has a level 39 support. And then um, when I started the DPS, I think I'd started the DPS and got it to maybe four. And then I realized, hey, I'm wasting gear and leveling and keeping track of stuff by not leveling them across the board. So I get a couple levels on one, I switch to the other role. Get a couple of levels on that. And the way that that helps is that um, I can use the same gear. You know, there are several ways you can get gear. The, the one way is to uh, go to those synthesizer machines and use your Radiant Crest to change your currency to the currency it needs. And you can get some really nice gear. Well, if they're leveling uh, across from each other, as I think of it in my head, like right now I think they're 16 and 15. When the 16 gets to the 
gets to 17, then I'll bring out the 15, get the 15 to 18. And it's the way it's working out, I am having such a blast uh, going to the areas that I had skipped before when I was power leveling. So it's, it's really nice, and I'm really enjoying uh, this new altar hall thing I'm doing. So basically I'm down to four characters on two accounts, and, uh, and it's been a lot of fun. The other thing I've been doing is I have been doing something non-VR, and it's interesting because I wanna, I'm going to put a video here for um, in the show notes is comparing uh, catching pets on Pokemon and catching them in VR, and it's it's such a big difference. I'm actually getting a good uh, a good little workout in my arms from throwing the ball to catch to catch the pets. So uh, yeah, VR. Get off your butt and play. All right. So that's what I've been doing. I haven't played any Population 1. I uh, put together a couple of other uh, videos on what I have done in the past and other ways that you can use uh, VR, which I'll put out for next week's show. And that brings us to this week's suggestion for VR. And that is spatial. I am so excited about spatial. I'm really excited about what they have done, and I'm excited about the possibilities. And spatial is really unique in that it's not just a VR environment, or it's not just an a virtual environment that can only be accessed with the headset. You can get the app for your phone, you can get the app for your iPad, and you can go to the website on your computer. And the spaces that I can walk around on, in spatial in VR, you can move around as your flat screen avatar. You know, sometimes I say that word, flat screen, as, but I, I feel like it's a slight slur, but that's just... The way I feel about computer stuff, the screen is so flat, and when I'm in virtual reality and walking around, it's, it's just a whole different experience. Hope I don't offend anybody. But Spatial has so many different um, possibilities. You can put things in the room from anywhere from a picture, which is a, what a lot of people use it for. You can put in a video. I know there's other ways to import objects that are a little bit hard to do right now, but um, down the road I can see it being a lot easier. Uh, one of the things I want to do is make memory rooms, and I'm working on some concepts where it would, you can, you create a template and there's many different ones, some that look like auditorium, some that look like a uh, museum or a, uh, a place, uh, you know, just with a portrait gallery. 
and some that there's one that looks like a country uh, a house on the lake on the and it's really beautiful so what i was thinking is i would take make each one a receptacle for a specific period in my life as a storage uh, because you can do videos I could put little movies in there to explain. Of course, the limitations are that you can only, you have a certain amount of space to take up in each place. But from what I'm looking at, there is an unlimited amount of buildings you can have. It doesn't seem to limit you. There are two versions of accounts. One is uh, just a simple building that you can have, and it seems like I said, as many as you want and up to five people that can come in. You can also get a professional uh, account, and it's, I think it was $24.99 a month. And you can have a bigger building, a bigger venue, and uh, up to 500 people coming and going at one time. So it's kind of interesting. Look into it. And uh, it's going to be something that we're going to be into eventually getting on the ground floor. It's, it pulls from several different areas, uh, you know, VR, the apps. It, it's very integrated. And I guess what I'm saying is it, it's something that multiple people could get into easier. And I, I like that. Cross-platformed and accessible. You'll see it. If you check it out, it's easy to move around. You get to make your own avatar. Spatial. Check it out. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so I just want to give a shout out to Grand Negus and Constracts for all the many uh, episodes of Control Alt Wow that they joined me on. Uh, I want to shout out to Curly and also to uh, Kyle. They will still be going, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Grand Negus and Construct will still be going on with Control Alt We Game. And they'll be talking about the same things that, you know, they we were talking about before. I just felt that my version of game playing has just been such a different path and I'm glad that I have the opportunity to share it with you in this format and uh, I look forward to showing you more now if you have any questions please let me know it's there's a high learning curve to getting into VR and I think that uh, if you have someone to help you or at least show you the, the right way, it will cut down on a lot of uh, barriers to getting into virtual reality. I had to wing a lot of it myself. I did a lot of research. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm glad I'm here. And uh, I'd like to welcome you into virtual reality. This is April PVD. Thank you for allowing me to join you in your reality. I hope to see you in virtual reality.